0: Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. We have a special guest today, entrepreneur, hedge fund manager, uh, I guess, uh, a coin developer now as well. Um, uh, James Cotoulos, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Um, So tell me about this. Tell me about this coin. Um, the, yeah, the Let's so, Go Brandon so, coin. I think it's really funny.
1: Sure. So I wasn't a developer, but my Halloween costume actually inspired it. So uh, wow. I had dressed up uh, as the president of China with like a big head mask, like a Biden blow up doll and a sign that said, Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> um, and then some girl I had never even met on Instagram is like, that should be a coin. I'm like, LGB coin, amazing. And I, mm. you I know, joked about it to a couple crypto guys. One of them made it um it went completely viral like so it went from about zero to 400 million in about 10 days um and then i'm like oh my god this is like lightning in a bottle we have to like do something legitimate with this um you know so we began trying to help um conservative focused charities like turning point uh the goodman institute um aquanauts adaptive aquatics which helps uh, veterans with disabilities get scuba dive therapy um you know things like that and then um you know one of the issues that came up like right away was well it's like well since Brandon Brown the person was there at the time um that the phrase was coined that you know we need to go get his name image and likeness rights um and work together with them or else they could potentially like cease and desist uh the coin so we wound up doing a sponsorship deal with Brandon um, who couldn't get any other sponsors since he was essentially canceled Uh, By the left, even though he had nothing to do with the phrase being created, it was all Kelly Stavis at NBC who uh, lied about what the the crowd was saying. They were all saying, as we all know, like F. Joe Biden. And she's like, oh, no, they're all saying, let's go Brandon. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Ron DeSantis often comments, uh, you know, it's that outright gaslighting and, that you know, protests. Against the media lying to us, and and you know this was right in the middle of COVID and mass mandates and jab mandates and you know all that other um, you know unconstitutional uh, stuff being done by the government, deplatforming off of you know social media, um, you know so we really leaned into that, um, you know and worked on and, and still are working to advocate against all of these issues. I mean we're seeing net now, uh, even the Biden administration is trying to tee up another COVID variant scare. Um, you know, right right about one year ahead of the election, you know, possibly to um, justify an attempt to get email and ballots again, right? Like it mm. just never ends with this administration. Anyway, we did a sponsorship with Brandon Brown. Um, that His team submitted to NASCAR. NASCAR approved the sponsorship in writing. Uh, the coin put out a press release. Um, it wound up going up to like 570 million um, in aggregate value, um, you know, the day that went out. And like five days later, NASCAR revoked the sponsorship, went out to the media, said the coin was worthless, claimed they never approved it, um, you know, defamed us and, uh, you know, dropped like 400 million bucks in a day. Um, You know, so now it's really spawned a lot of litigation, like, uh, you know, I'm leading a $1.4 billion lawsuit against NASCAR. Um, this other guy who claimed like I was a national hero, bringing the conservative movement into the 21st century, sued me over like nine grand. That's run up a you know a couple million dollars uh, worth of, of legal fees. We did like me sued like Candace Owens, like uh, you know David Harris Jr. Like just you know ridiculous sham lawsuit. And then the SEC tried to piggyback on me uh, on that um, and try to subpoena me, Candace, Madison, Cawthorn Um, even though the coin is obviously not a security. uh, So I've since sued the SEC and I'm hoping to, um, you know, win and bar them from uh, harassing projects that clearly are not securities, as you know, most people know they're out there harassing, like Coinbase, like, you know, claiming coins that Gensler raved about back in 2019 are now suddenly, um, you know, securities. So, um, you know, the SEC is really one of the big um, you know, proponents of the administration weaponizing federal government, um, against political opponents.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, this is, um, you know, for a lot of people that get involved in crypto, this is the reason they got involved is to try to decentralize the ability to manage their own finances, however the fuck they want without the government getting involved in it. Um, for some reason, these greedy little pigs think that they're entitled to 20 to 40 percent of your shit, whether they perform any services or not. Right. And uh, they do so, um, you know, under threat of violence, essentially, because uh, I don't know if you heard, but last week um, the IRS was conducting training raids and one IRS agent shot another one. So that makes me feel really safe. Jesus. One, one I didn't they... even
1: see that, but they hired yeah, 87,000 yeah. armed IRS agents. It's like a. You know, a secret police force.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that the uh, that every federal agency is starting to arm itself against the population. It feels very much like uh, the sheriff of Nottingham. You know what I mean? Like this, this mm-hmm. just feudalistic bullshit that's been going on over the last, you know, several decades in the United States, trying to kind of bring it back. Um, what we see are you know career politicians who whose net worth goes from fifty thousand dollars to several hundred million. Um, mm-hmm. Over the course of forty years, Pelosi,
1: the yeah. Clintons, the yeah. Bidens, yeah. the obamas yeah.
0: yep. So it's like you know, I mean, that's just feudalism with a different name. It's and and, and you know, we fought a war to stop that shit. And I, to me, it's very bizarre to me um, that people. I guess we're just dumb human beings because uh, we're we have all the access to this information. We know exactly what this is. It's it's like if you were if you went into a movie and you watch the movie and it was a direct rip off of a movie you had already seen, you would have, you'd pick up on that pretty quick. You'd be like, oh, this is that same movie. They just changed some of the characters around. And that's what we're dealing with right now in 2023. It's just the same bullshit from the, you know, from the middle ages to, to Victorian England, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look, the, the, the chief Bond villain, like cartel of globalism, the World Economic Forum, uh has plainly said that they want to bring about neo-feudalism right they want you to own nothing and mm. be happy um cut your carbon footprint 90 percent lower the population all in the name of their new religion of climate change um that they're using as a control mechanism in the absence of like actual religion right and at the same time you're eating bugs they're flying on their private jets controlling you mm. I mean, they, and they say this, this is all public. I mean, the WEF interviewed the, um, the president of Pfizer where they were bragging about how they've developed pills with embedded Wi-Fi chips so that they could track vaccine compliance. I mean, like this This is all said in the public. It's not a conspiracy theory. This isn't like, you know, you're assuming something that's said is, is in the back room. But, you know, these are the guys who are, are grooming this whole generation of, you know, leaders mm-hmm. in this communistic spirit, like Justin Trudeau in Canada was in the, the weF Young Leaders Program. And, you know, guess what? He's trying to take away guns in Canada. They debanked people who donated to the, the Freedom Convoy, which was the trucker protest of COVID um, lockdowns in Canada. And they seized those donations and gave them to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Okay. And it's things like this. While well, at the same time, we're printing trillions of dollars in fiat Currency, the rest of the world is trying to supplant the US dollar as the global reserve currency. Okay, crypto is the only thing that is a hedge against that and is a hedge against us going into um, an authoritarian um, dominion, right? Like you see it in China, they have social credit where if you criticize the government, you do you know an action that's deemed against the party right that they take all your money they put your picture on billboards like someone associates with you they take their money right well guess what in the u.s last year paypal who i believe is the largest payment processor in the u.s um, they changed their terms of use to say if you post anything that they consider misinformation they will reach through your paypal account into your bank account AND TAKE $2,500 OUT OF YOUR BANK ACCOUNT PER OFFENSE. OKAY, THAT IS DYSTOPIAN. Mm -hmm. I MEAN, THAT IS AN ORWELLIAN CONTROL MECHANISM. AND YOU SEE BIG TECH, YOU KNOW, LIKE PAYPAL, YOU KNOW, LIKE TWITTER, um, YOU KNOW, DEFINITIVELY COLLABORATING WITH THE GOVERNMENT TO CENSOR POLITICAL OPPONENTS. LIKE THERE'S A FEDERAL CASE GOING ON RIGHT NOW, THE STATE OF MISSOURI VERSUS JOE BIDEN, um, WHERE A TRIAL COURT HAS FOUND Right? This isn't a conspiracy th- theory, this isn't conjecture, this is a trial court holding that the administration illegally conspired with social media networks to deplatform people like President Trump, like Dr. Robert Malone, a co-inventor of the mRNA vaccines, um, and to violate their First Amendment rights. They found that the Surgeon General, the Department of Justice, the FBI, all unconstitutionally conspired to take away citizens' First Amendment rights. And that case is now an appeal. So the, go- the government was found guilty of this and they are appealing it and they actually have the injunction stayed currently so that they could continue to illegally work with social media to censor their political opponents.
0: Do you see a theme here? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's uh, I saw it to the China part. I saw a woman on Twitter the other day um, <clears throat> and she's a Western citizen born and raised in the West. But is in China working and has family there, so she's a China, she's of Chinese descent, but she was uh, born and raised in the West. But she's back there working, has family around. Um, apparently, she said some things on social media that the state didn't like, or whomever it is that monitors that. Um, and as a result, she can't take money out of the bank now to buy food, right? So, yeah. like that. That's that's pretty much. You have to take these things to the uh, to the extreme example because. That's where it's fucking headed. I like. It's like that. Um, I'm not sure if you're a Game of Thrones fan, but Littlefinger's character in that until uh, season seven. Well, yeah, of course, everybody kind of kind of fell off there. But um, Littlefinger's character said something to the effect of, "I like to play a game. I assume that my opponent is thinking the worst, most evil sh- possible shit to do to me, and then uh, I just I assume that's true, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's how you should feel about the government. That's how we set this country up, right? We, d- Uh, Of the first 10 rights enumerated by the United States founders, two of them, the ninth and 10th Amendment, were specifically designed to make sure that the federal government did not amass any sort of power whatsoever, right? That was the entire point of it. And uh, uh, the first one was that we should be able to talk shit if we feel like it, and the second one is if that doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. we should be able to fucking fight them with violence, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're an American and you're patriotic, you really do have to refocus yourself on this antagonistic viewpoint. I know that modern conservatism and libertarianism has taken on this, uh, I guess you, you might call it a mantle or motif of live and let live, right? Like, I don't want to be fucked with, so don't fuck with me, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's a thats a decent ethos to have, but it doesn't work when there's uh, uh, foxes in the hen house. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be yeah. eternally vigilant against back. this bullshit.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I've done, right? I mean, like the, you know, the let's go coin was minted on the right around the 10 year anniversary of the MF global bankruptcy where I went and I pro bono represented 38,000 customers against President Obama's biggest donor, John Corzine, who stole 1.6 billion from their segregated brokerage accounts. So he stole from farmers, ranchers, retirees, companies like Coke Industries, Coca-Cola, Southwest Airlines, Charles Schwab. You know i fought him jp morgan chase clinton's fbi director obama's attorney general and i did the government's job for it when gary gensler the current sec chairman was then chairman of cftc and it was his mentor john corzine who stole all this money right the government didn't go get it back i did and i did it for free because it was the right thing to do did another bankruptcy for free helped get 300 million back I'm a federal whistleblower. Okay, but who does the the SEC want to mess with? SBF, who, who stole nine billion from his customers at FTX? Wow. No, because his parents are buddies at Gary Gensler. Mm-hmm. They want to mess with let's go Brandon coin because we're advocating against the federal government. We're advocating against weaponization. We're advocating against censorship. So guess what? I've had six bank accounts closed for no reason given this year, I had a credit card closed. I've had um you know inquiries from the commodities futures trading commission even though i'm a federally protected whistleblower supposedly i had a five-month audit from the national futures association which is the regulator whose executive committee that i was on who i whistle blew against the president of that organization who falsified board meeting minutes when they didn't properly re-elect their compensation committee you know imagine that you know i'm just waiting for the irs to show up with their their armed agents next right i mean You know, they've subpoenaed my friends. Okay. And I'm not going to take it. I sued the SEC. Okay. And I'm going to win too. And I'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And, you know, you mentioned the constitutional protections. Well, you know, back when the Constitution was drafted, the executive branch was a president. That's it. Now we have all these administrative agencies. You know, you have hundreds of thousands of government bureaucrats who are out there just trying to get more and more power every single day and exert it over citizens so that they can keep getting paid you know like the IRS didn't exist we did not have an income tax till 1913 and back then it was three percent now as you said you know it's between the federal state local governments many Americans are paying over 50 percent of their income to taxes you know to be controlled you know, to be harassed and support the corruption of these elected officials amassing multi-hundred million dollar net worth while they've never had a job outside of politics. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. And it's not just a federal problem, by the way. There's about three million federal employees, not to include the military. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's about 20 million state and local government employees as well. Twenty fucking million oh, yeah. people. Twenty million people. We're talking about a workforce of about, what, 220 million in this country, I think of uh, uh, people that aren't of retired age or aren't children, eighteen or seventeen or mm-hmm. younger. I think it's about two hundred twenty million. So yeah, that's about that's
1: two thirds of the population. So right. Right, yeah. Dead on, yeah.
0: So so twenty three million of them are government employees. Twenty three million out of the two hundred and twenty million people, right, are government employees. That seems like it shouldn't be possible that a tenth of our, our entire workforce works for the fucking government, right? In a country mm-hmm. that was a, that was specifically established to limit the government's power we have one tenth of our population working population working for a government in some form or another that should be uh impossible i think but this is what happens right it's to me and it's kind of the crux of this show i talk about it <clears throat> all the time you can either bitch and moan about your rights and you know red blue black white pill whatever the fuck you want to call it uh, uh and Somebody, somebody else will secure those rights for you and you will be a subject under their rule. Or you can perform the responsibilities required of you to secure those rights yourself and that's what makes you a citizen of this country. And we have fallen asleep mm-hmm. at the wheel and wrapped our car around a fucking telephone pole. You know what I mean? I mean, we, it, it is, we are on ice skates going downhill right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's why I'm spending every waking hour in court trying to fight this shit right and you know thank god president trump appointed a competent supreme court because you know the the the, the area where i'm best suited to fighting back is against the overreach of the administrative state mm-hmm. so all these agencies under the president that all have their own fake court systems right that aren't appointed in terms with the constitution well guess what the supreme court has found you know, that has voted against the SEC five out of six times. Okay, they went against the FTC. They've gone against the EPA. They're continuously trying to limit the power of this administrative um, overreach, which are these completely unaccountable bureaucrats who who aren't aren't, um, you know, approved by Congress. They're not really, you know, accountable to anybody like scum like Gary Gensler.
0: Hmm. Yeah. How do we? I've seen Plenty of court cases on this, and the most recent, I think, that made it to the Supreme Court, uh, there's, uh, I believe, was the CDC, or I'm I'm sorry, OSHA trying to force vaccinate people. I think is the last one that actually got decided the Supreme Court. There's another Mm -hmm. one for there's another one for guns. The uh, the um, pistol brace thing is going to go to the Supreme Court because essentially the ATF just uh, passed uh, passed down an internal memo and made 40 million people felons, right? I mean, it's a, like the oh, a federal agency no doesn't... They, they're subvert the, what the Supreme Court ruled as, as far as OSHA goes was that the executive branch via one of their agencies or divisions subverted the uh, legislative process by just making a rule that criminalized certain activity. That's illegal, right? You can't do that in the United States. You can't fucking change a policy and turn... A non crime into a fucking crime without a vote in Congress. That's how it's supposed to work. Now, I wonder from your from your perspective, you're dealing with not just the not not just any of these uh, uh, agencies we think of, but the regulatory bodies as well: FTC, SEC, IRS, so on. Right, and they do this shit mm-hmm. all the time. The IRS does mm-hmm. shit like this all the time. The SEC just makes up rules. As a matter of fact. The people that the sec and fdc investigate on a regular basis pretty much pay their salaries right so and it's the same kind of situation with the fda um uh uh, uh and it is just completely corrupt like there's no you, you can't trace a line from point a to point c without somebody getting paid in the middle you know what i mean on for any of these agents oh, yeah. regulatory bodies so you know what what exactly is the strategy to fight back against them except for just a court case here and a court case there. Is there is there a is there a larger strategy to deal with this bullshit?
1: Well, it, it's the court cases when when you win at the appellate and the Supreme Court level is when you're literally changing the law, mm. right? So if you have this this am, ambiguous nature of the law and you take it to court and you win, you we're in a common law legal system, so like the courts actually do make binding precedent on these agencies. So you know, a huge case that was decided in, in April. Um, was FTC versus Axon, which was also consolidated with a case against the SEC. And that was about the constitutionality of administrative law proceedings. So basically, um, you know, there was a woman who the SEC um, alleged had done something wrong and they made her comply with discovery and give up all her bank accounts and credit cards and brokerage statements, you know, go through like nine years of these administrative law judge run courts where you have judges that aren't appointed per the the procedures in the constitution made her lose and then have to go challenge the constitutionality in federal court, which that took another couple years, right? Well she won at the Supreme Court, and now I just sued the SEC under her precedent in April saying I could challenge the constitutionality of their subpoena in federal court now without having to to give them access to they asked for you know, 10,000 documents for me. and want to go through all my banks, my credit card statements, like give me a break over a meme coin. That's obviously not a security. And you know, most people they roll over and they comply. They don't want to go to court. They don't want to pay lawyers. They don't want the time, the stress, the aggravation, just like in COVID. You saw people wear their masks because they don't want to like, you know, make waves. But you know, the way we fight back is making waves and going to court. Beating them and you know making sure we have election integrity so that we could vote the people who appoint them out of, out of office.
0: This episode of Citizens is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Join the Black Rifle Coffee Club and get fresh roasted freedom delivered straight to your door. Black Rifle Coffee Company is veteran operated and supports America's military, law enforcement, and first responders. Get premium coffee delivered every month. Choose your favorite roast rounds and delivery schedule. Anytime you like members also get free shipping and access to exclusive partner discounts. The best value you're going to get from black rifle coffee is the coffee club. As again, you can choose the roast, whether you're like light, dark, or medium, you can choose the texture. You can choose whether you want uh, ground coffee, whether you want to grind it yourself and get whole bean, or if you use a Keurig and you want the coffee rounds and the delivery schedule with a wider uh, array of options for that. Get 20% off your first order with the code CITIZEN. So go to blackriflecoffee.com, sign up for the coffee club, use the code CITIZEN, and get 20% off your first order. This episode of Citizen is also brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Right now, Ghostbed is offering 40% off Ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. For everything else, 30% off if you use the code DRINKING BROS at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. If you get the uh, 40% off deal, if you use the 40% off bundle deal, you're going to get uh, a mattress and all your stuff, your base, your sheets, your pillows, all this stuff for about 30 to 35 bucks a month. They've got a zero down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months, six zero months, that's five years, uh, about the lifespan of the average bed. So it works out great for you, works out great for uh, the company. So go check it out. Go to ghostbed.com forward Drink bros. Whether you're in the market for a bed, uh an adjustable base whether you just need sheets or pillows or any of that stuff, they got the best. The mattress protector, the weighted blanket. They have everything you need there. Thirty percent off everything. Use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros or if you need that adjustable base as well and the mattress, get the bundle and everything else you add onto that deals forty percent off. Yeah, that's another part of this for sure. Um is not just winning the case but then holding the people accountable i mean it's there there's no there there is no functional way for the most part that i've seen to hold regulatory bureaucrats accountable for anything it is notoriously difficult to fire a federal employee unless there's some kind of egregious uh uh uh, crime that they've committed and unfortunately that doesn't include violating people's civil rights that that just kind of gets uh swept Mm -hmm. under the rug So I do wonder, like, I mean, you you see these people from the pharmaceutical industry, especially FDA and pharmaceutical industry and SEC specifically, those three organizations, they pretty much just interchange employees with the companies that they regulate on a a Mm -hmm. regular basis. And I'm not talking about somebody that was an accountant at fucking, you know, at, at the SEC, who's now an accountant for, you know, some company. No, it's like the head of... Well, but Gary Gensler,
1: <laughs> who was at Goldman Sachs, yeah, well, you know, he ran yeah, the CFTC, yeah. then the SEC, yep. or, and in the middle was the CFO for Hillary Clinton's campaign. Mm-hmm. Or the, Okay,
0: or, he's the poster child. Or, or the, you know, uh, man, people that just worked at the CDC are now, or FDA are now the president of, I think Moderna's new president is a former federal employee. Um, and they're, if you look in the boards of any of these companies, right? Whether it's finance or pharmaceutical or food or any of this stuff. It's just a revolving door of, you know, and then now we've yeah. now we now we've well, added I, I social media I, to that as well. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean,
1: social media is even worse. Like Twitter, like straight tw- out of 1984 yeah. except they're ostensibly private company.
0: Yeah, well, Twitter before Elon was publicly traded, right? And they still had, what, 120 former federal agents working there or some shit? How is that possible? I mean, and, and, and if... I mean, look, you're you're free to do whatever you want. I left federal service and went and worked for another company. Um, um, but Jesus Christ, it's like I didn't go from doing immigration intelligence to working for an immigration lawyer. You know what I mean? Because that would be a conflict, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think there should be some kind of moratorium on that. And I wonder if that isn't something – I know that you've got your hands full with all this stuff now, but on the back end of some of this stuff, there does need to be – some common law that has teeth to it and isn't just, well, we won. And you can't do that again. It's we won. You can't do that again. And you're all fucking fired. Right. Because that it, well, quite it's, frankly, it's hard like, to I do. get
1: rid of several of these agencies. Why do we need an Department of education? We need an entire government agency to say, OK, we're going to start teaching critical race theory and that there's 93 genders in public schools. Like, why does that entire agency even exist?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're not doing a very good job either. You know, um, I
1: think they're doing a good job at getting like the Chinese Communist Party's agenda where instead of teaching students about like science and math, that they're, you know, they're teaching them that there's 93 genders and that they should hate white people. I mean, like that's that's what's being taught in public schools now.
0: That is. uh, Yeah, that's very useful, I guess, if you're trying to um, destroy the country. So technically, Mm -hmm. technically, they're doing a good job at that. Yeah. But they're not doing a good job at anything that they're supposed to be doing. But you know, back to my point from before, we do we do have this live and let live thing. People will say like, well, I'll just take my kids out of school and homeschool them or put them in private school. I'm like, all right cool, you you helped your kid, but we're, that's not what we do yeah. here in this country. We fucking build community for a reason here, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the only way to stop the federal government from doing bullshit like this is to find problems in your local community and solve them before the federal government shows up because. It, it, if they if they show up, and there's not a handout, then they have no power. That's how the federal government works, right? If they if they can't, if they can't force you into complying with their bullshit by offering you something that you desperately need, then they have no power, and they know that, right? And that's why crypto scares them so much.
1: Oh yeah, now my buddy Madison Cawthorn says it fast, says the government's got a monopoly on two things, violence and money, and if, crypto threatens that monopoly. And, and you know, what they're actively trying to do now is implement what's called a central bank digital currency, uh, which is kind of like what we talked about with PayPal, well, PayPal is a you know private company. But if you got rid of cash, and you said all transactions need to be done on this digital dollar, um, then you criticize Biden, then they shut off your money, you buy a gun, they're going to charge 100% tax on that. Right. They're going to flag you in a database. They could track every single transaction. So, you know, currently you have this dichotomy in this country where there's like five trillion dollars of the Pentagon budget that can't be accounted for, but they want you to report every six hundred dollar Venmo (laughs) transaction. OK, this government wants complete and total surveillance over everything that every person does. Okay, because if you do something like have your Halloween costume start a coin that makes fun of the president, they want to destroy
0: your life. Yeah. Um, the, the Pentagon hasn't passed a budget review since. Ever.
1: I don't think they've ever passed an audit.
0: Ever. Well, they started doing them in 2000, I think, and they haven't passed one since then. So, yeah, yeah it's hard. That's like uh, taking diet advice from a fat dummy. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck would I listen to the government who is $32 trillion in debt? You know what i mean tell like speak to me about finance Uh, but we've made that mistake time and time again not just with money um i realized that the internet didn't exist back back in the 50s but common sense certainly did and when they brought a product uh high fructose corn syrup that was being like exclusively used to fatten up pigs for slaughter that's the only use it had at the time and then introduced that into the the human diet uh and nobody was like hey maybe maybe, maybe not, let's not do that. Right. Not or, good. Like we had science back then. I'm sure of it. I know, I know of scientists who existed back then. Did nobody raise their hand and be like, Hey, uh, you know, we've been eating like meat and berries for the last 2 million years. Maybe we'll just keep doing that. And you guys keep the, mm-hmm. the pig slop for the pigs. Uh, but we make this mistake over and over again, over and over again, the housing market fucking three times in the last 40 years. They have completely butt fucked that. It's about to seize up
1: again, by yeah. the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like we're on this regular schedule. Um, I like to think, or I, I like to use the metaphor that we are in uh, uh, an extremely abusive relationship with our government, right? I mean, we are we are a battered woman, and that's that that is the sad truth.
1: Yeah, and look at like Ben Fred, Ben Franklin said it best. You know, over 200 years ago, it's it's that he who trades um, liberty for security will wind up with neither, mm. right? And uh, you know, like the the fear porn. I mean, really, nine eleven was the big turning point of that. Like, I mean, it's kind of an unpopular thing to say, but you know, nine eleven is what ushered in FISA courts, the Patriot Act. Where, you know, where the government's reviewing you know every single major financial transaction. We we gave the government permission to spy on every citizen out of fear of 9 11 Mm. right and things have gotten markedly worse since right i mean like you watch you know like seinfeld episodes and stuff from the 90s i mean that was really like peak americana and like you know since 9 11 since patriot act um you know the speed at which freedoms have been eroded government has grown government debt has grown i mean it's just breathtaking And, and look it's all to, to what the World Economic Forum wants, which is the great reset by 2030, right? Like we're, we've gotten to a point now with all of the money printing that was done during COVID, post COVID, the um, pathologically, ironically named Inflation Reduction Act by Biden, right? That has, has enabled the Fed to raise interest rates at, at record pace now when we also have record debt so we're about to hit a trillion dollars a year in just an annual interest payment on the debt okay like the debt wasn't even a trillion dollars during Ronald Reagan right so we're gonna pay more than all of that every year in interest payments US credit card debt is a trillion dollars countries worldwide are trying to get rid of the dollar and implement this new brick currency right I mean like they are setting it up to destroy the entire financial system. And then, you know, we've got this precedent now for stimulus during COVID when everybody got these $1,200 checks. Now they wanna give $700 checks to Maui all while sending tens of hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight a proxy war and launder money that way as well, right? Well, you know, the next time stimulus comes, it's gonna be on this central bank digital currency, mm-hmm. which is this digital currency controlled by the government. Be like, oh, sorry, the stock market crashed. Oh, Sorry, we have thirty-five, you know, trillion in, in, in government debt, but here, you know, here's here's a hundred thousand dollars in your central bank digital currency, you know, and, and that that's how they're gonna drive, you know, the adoption of that. And, you know, that that's the means where they ultimately will have total control over people. Because if you could debank them, okay, how do they fight back?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, it's In the modern world, it can be difficult to know what's going on sometimes because there's, you know, a lot of bad information. There's a flood of it as well. You know, there's, there's just so much data now that can be difficult to um, understand or get a bigger picture, I guess, of what's going on. But, you know, it always helps to think about the classic strategies, right? I mean it's it's why people still play chess chess was invented as a war game go was invented as a war game right like military strategy basically um Mm -hmm. and you know so how how do you know you're at war with somebody um are they trying to attack your food supply or any 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 supply line whatsoever no matter what it happens to be but let's stick with food here um are they trying to manipulate your currency as china has been doing to us for the last fucking 20 years Uh, obviously that's been going on. Are they trying to manipulate your housing? Just think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if somebody is fucking Mm -hmm. around with those things for you and your family, your community, your state, your country, then you are at war with those people, regardless if any gunshots are going off or not, right? This is what we call battlefield preparation. Um, And, you know, it used to be pretty obvious that it was the Russians or Chinese that were trying to pull some bullshit like that. But now it's members of our own government. Who are working in concert with these globalist movements like the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and people like this, um, to to do and and people ask me this all the time, like why why would they do all of this why would they do all of this it doesn't make any sense like they live in this world too why would they fucking ruin it like well they're all going to be in Davos while you're starving to death you know what I mean it, it, it's the only way to take over the system is to crush it first. And that is exactly what's happening. I mean, it's hard to make an argument. I try not to be too conspiratorial. But it's hard to look around at what's going on and not see a coordinated effort by global players to fucking destroy, particularly the American economy. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, not just the economy, but the military, look Mm -hmm. at the Afghan withdrawal, it was, it was so beyond incompetent, that it could only have been malicious and intentional. Okay, the, you know, the gender education, the destruction of every blue city in America by legalizing shoplifting, defunding the police, you know, good Samaritans in New York save lives and they're the ones on trial, okay? You could commit a violent crime in Chicago and be out wi- without bail the next day, right? Like this is all intentional destruction of America. and You know, you really have Florida and Texas as the two remaining major state Alamos Right, like we're like the two last big free states. I mean, you know, I think Tennessee, Wyoming, Montana, you know, you have some smaller states, you know, like that, but you know, are, are once great cities. I mean, like New York is uninhabitable, like San Francisco, it's a literal human toilet and it's all by design it's it's treasonous Mm. right and you know you touched on it it's it's they you know these elites they all want to be on davos they don't care about the country they care about their own personal power and that's why you also see this correlated rise in pedophilia and human trafficking okay because if you're a sick sociopath who gets off on power there's no better feeling than destroying an innocent child's life Right. Like these are all correlated, like the destruction of America, the proliferation of crime, spying on people, you know, making hundreds of, of millions of dollars from public service. Right. Like they love this, like, you know, AOC wearing the tax, the rich dress to the, the Met Gala, which is, you know, about tens of thousands of dollars a, a, a ticket. They're, they're not accidental hypocrites. They get off on flouting the rules and being above the, the rules and, and being elite. And there nothing would make them happier than every American outside of their 0.01% elite food, eating bugs. Owing, owning nothing and being happy and having all of their assets stripped from them for criticizing the, the, the elites.
0: Yeah. I've got a theory on that whole pedo thing. Um, I think that when you're in a cultural war, and you can map this back into history. Primarily it was culture fought over um, religion or, you know, Japan versus everyone else or China versus everyone else or Rome versus everyone else. I mean, it, it took on a different forms, but usually it was nationalistic or religious. Um, the final straw, the final key piece you need to eliminate the willpower and resolve and resilience that comes out of a shared ethos is to start breaking their unbreakable rules. Right, that's one of the last mm-hmm. things you have to do, and that might mean toppling statues of of leaders. Right, like if you're if you're sacking a town and they have uh, a lot of these ancient cultures and uh, uh, modern ones as well, and if you if you think about North Korea, um, pretty much deify any former leader they have. You knock the statues down, and then people um they have nothing to appeal to anymore there's no there's no shining city on the hill or whatever the fuck right mm-hmm. it's, it's uh and it, and it reminds me I, i've been using this quote a lot lately but it reminds me of something gk chesterton said back in the day that uh <clears throat> uh men didn't love rome because she was great rome was great because the men loved her and when you take away that then then it's like broken window theory. Everything starts to disintegrate. Mm -hmm. Like all of society starts to go downhill. And I think that protecting children is the last straw. I think that's the one thing they go after, where if a plurality Mm -hmm. or majority of Americans just throw their hands up in disgust and give up trying to protect children, that'll be the last thing because then we won't be able to look each other in the eye. You know what I mean? There won't be any like, hey, we've got to go fight this fight because nobody will believe you because they will all know that you're all full of shit.
1: Yeah, I mean we're literally charging our, our health industry is charging billions of dollars to mutilate children right now. I mean there's states, there's parents that have been arrested for refusing to transition like a ten year old kid. Right? I mean, like this is horrific child abuse. It's like a kid can't consent to a tattoo or smoke a cigarette, but they could have their genitals chopped off at, you know, the cost of, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. I mean it's it is really a crime against humanity.
0: Um, yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it's it's one of the worst things I think I've ever seen in the West, to be honest. Since probably something like um, the Tuskegee experiments, I think this is right in line with that. Where mm-hmm. we're just like,
1: I think it's worse because this is children.
0: Yeah, yeah, certainly. I, I mean,
1: Tuskegee it, is a hor- horrifical, that, yeah, castration of, of prisoners, yeah. right? Awful, but this is this is beyond. This is telling your parents you're going to go to telling parents of children that they are going to go to jail if they don't mutilate their children.
0: Yeah. Or, or that their kids will kill themselves if they don't mutilate them. You know what I mean? It's, it's not just yeah. the, it, that's the carrot. You know what I mean? In this fucked up scenario, that's the carrot is like, Hey, you don't want them to kill yourself. So you gotta let them fucking bandsaw their dick off really quickly. It's like, what the fuck are we talking about here? But I think it's, it's the last uh, – that's the last straw. Right? That's the last thing they need to accomplish to completely zap all of the willpower, resilience, national pride, whatever it is that motivates people to stand up for themselves and stand up for what they believe in. That's the last Rubicon you've got to cross. And once you get over that one, I think fucking society's done, and we're, we're well on our way. I see people – I see real people in these man-on-the-street interviews or in the media or whatever – like sincerely trying to defend this behavior. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I mean, it's, you know, you don't want the kid to kill itself. It's like, I don't want a fucking schizophrenic kid to kill themselves either, but I'm not going to well, pretend. Well, guess what? To... A
1: lot of them kill themselves after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Transitioning. Yeah, Sorry. but
0: I'm not going to pretend the, the schizophrenic person's imaginary friend is real. You know what I mean? Like that, that doesn't help them. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help society. It's fucking nonsense that we, that we behave this way.
1: Oh, yeah. And look, in the, like the 90s and 2000s, like workplace sexual harassment was a huge thing. Right. Just recently, like the Me Too movement. Right. Like, you, you know, you but can't harass adults, but we should have books showing kindergartners how to get blowjobs. Right. Like, if you, you protest against that, then, you know, you're you're bad. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it, if you don't want kindergartners going to like drag shows at pole dancing, there's something wrong with you. I mean, like, it's disgusting. It's like grooming of children for these satanic pedophiles.
0: Yeah, I wonder, you know, uh, uh, how it is that people's minds have become so warped that we're even having debates about this, to be honest. Um, I mean, honestly,
1: I think it's a, a combination of corruption, right, I think a lot of these people who spout it, they don't believe it, right? But they're, you know, they're getting paid from China. They're literally, you know, treasonous. Um, both in government and the media who are on the take from China to, you know, spew this propaganda to destroy America. But then, you know, a lot of people, like, if they're weak-minded, if they hear the same messaging over and over again, they value conformity above all else, that they, they accept these absolutely insane, evil thoughts, and then they become enlisted in this demonic army, you know, pushing it as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, it's
1: people still wearing masks for yeah, like yeah. that set of people yeah. are the ones who are like standing up for blowjob books for kindergartners.
0: Yeah, it's that it's a weird it's a weird group of folks. I'll tell you that. Um, and maybe this has always been the way humanity is. Maybe it's always been like that, where a large subset of the population is just completely malleable, provided the, the change they make or the position they re- retain comes with some sort of convenience, you know, iPads and Hot Pockets. As long as I can fucking microwave my food and have some device right in front of my face, anything else can be going on in the world and I'll be fine. Um, and that is, that well, is, that well, is so the you, ultimate- you hit a key
1: point there. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, the key point is the device in front of their face, mm. right? Again, it's like straight out of 1984, which is like the screen putting forth whatever the propagandists want you to see. Okay, and if you are not trained to to critically think, if you're not um, a healthy skeptic on everything you see, if you're bombarded by this messaging on a screen for 16 hours a day, okay, you're just going to internalize everything. You know, you read that, it goes straight into your brain, and then, uh, you know, eventually they start to believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is what, what after the 2020 election. This is what I was talking about the most. Um, certainly, there are irregularities, and particularly in Georgia and Michigan and Arizona, right? And things that like this—this this ballot harvesting stuff has to go away. Mail-in voting needs to go away. All this stuff. But the point I made at the time was, the courts will deal with this in some way, or maybe they'll fuck us over as well. But that—that that will go to the courts. But you don't necessarily need to hack a voting machine to hack somebody's mind. If you have their attention mm-hmm. for 13 to 15 hours a day, and that's the average American, 13 to 15 hours a day, looking at this stupid piece of shit, or uh, on a on a TV or where, wherever it is, right? Um, you can. you over half of your of your time and two thirds of your waking hours as a human being are spent on a device of some sort. You your mind is is. No, like you need to be skeptical certainly right you should you should definitely be skeptical but garbage in garbage out right that's a data fucking rule if you if you pump garbage into your head it's gonna fucking stay there and uh you know i wonder uh if i uh, that that's why i'm glad you you talked about before that um one of the um one of the things you're doing with the lgb coin is uh, helping conservative charities things about deplatforming platforming and stuff like that um, I think that's a really important thing to make sure that messages are still getting out that people are still being allowed to uh, I guess digitally congregate around conservative principles because you know, when you feel like you're the, this is what they want. This is how you fucking break somebody. If I was interrogating you, if I capture you and a couple of your buddies, right? Overseas, I'm in in a, in a war situation and I'm trying to break you. The first thing I'm going to do is make you feel like you're the only person left on earth. Right. That's the Mm -hmm. first thing I do is to isolate you and make you feel like there's, there's first that there's no hope, then that you're alone. And then that there's some hope. If you help me, that's, that's kind of the process you interrogate somebody with. And man. We're kind of in the middle of that right now, aren't we? Trying to make these people who are just like, hey, you know, I don't really give a fuck who you guys bang. Just can you stop talking to my kids about it, please, for fuck's sake? Then you call that person a terrorist because they show up to the school board meeting. Like this mom's going to school board meetings complaining about stuff are now domestic violence extremists. Like, come on, man. Nobody believes that but that's the that's what they're trying to do they're trying to make you feel like you're crazy they are to do like this. you're alone and, and, nobody and else then you're believes a
1: mom you. you're just a regular middle class class mom now you're a convicted terrorist yeah. where are you going to afford like the lawyers to fight that you know and that, that's the thing where the government miscalculates trying to destroy me is i know how to fight back mm. okay i'm one of the top lawyers in the country yeah. and i do not quit and you know i can't fight all the battles but you know this happens to regular people they are alone they are isolated and, you know it's one you know through the coin one of the one of the charities you know we're trying to support and look we got to go now beat nascar in court because yeah. they destroyed you know hundreds of thousands of dollars that you know coins we set aside for turning point but like you you look at you know what they're doing and in, in bringing conservative value education back to college kids and now high school kids you know th- this morning on Instagram I saw Charlie Kirk post a video of biden is sleeping in hawaii right after giving this ridiculous story about like a small fire in his house which is like he he tries to you know um be self-centered about that while kids were like burned alive and whatever the hell happened over there right but charlie kirk post this video two separate fact checks say biden wasn't sleeping right like you would see clearly in the video that biden is sleeping but reuters and i forgot the other one both both claim that that Charlie Kirk is lying about that I mean like this is how pervasive that you know the propaganda state is with 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 big tech and and how I mean again Missouri versus Biden which by the way RFK Jr has now joined that lawsuit Mm -hmm. a court definitively found that the government is actively illegally conspiring with big tech to censor people like it's not a conspiracy theory. This mm. is a court has found this.
0: Yeah, and it's still going on now. Like I, uh, you we would you would have thought after the the quote unquote Twitter files uh, that the government would at least take a break. You know what I mean? Like when you get caught. No, they're doubling down. Yeah, when you when you get caught, usually win
1: this next election.
0: Yeah, when you get caught, usually like if your dad comes into the room and you're uh, playing, you're up late playing video games. You're not supposed to be. You throw the remote into the fucking corner of the room and pretend like you're falling asleep. You don't sit there and look, stare him in the eyes and continue playing. You know what I mean? Which is, uh, that that tells you how much control they know they're in, because they don't even respond to yeah. getting caught anymore. They don't even try to hide what they're well, doing. They've
1: got kind of to a point where it's like they almost are bragging, right? You know, like you look at like the Hunter Biden plea deal with mm. DOJ, where they admitted it was a completely unprecedented plea deal to to absolve him of future crimes, even like things he hasn't even been charged with. Right. And then they appoint a special prosecutor who is like good friends with the with the Biden family. You know what I mean? Like they don't even care because here's the thing. You're supposed to have checks and balances of the government. Thank God we have the Trump Supreme Court. That is literally like the only thing protecting the rule of mm-hmm. law in this country. Right. But like, you know, you've got Biden who clearly has committed impeachable offenses ex- accepting money for ukraine and yet, trump get impeached for inquiring over these impeachable offenses that he knew biden committed well vice president right so who who is gonna you know impeach the attorney general right like there is no accountability for this weaponization of the government yeah yeah it's you, know, and, and, wild. And you, men- you mentioned the voter machines before too look at florida where one of the, the most important thing Things you know, Governor DeSantis that was requiring you know voter ID, mm. you know banning mail-in ballots, right? Like um you know, put in all these internal controls. Guess what? He won by over a million votes, right? It shows the demand for conservatives here. You know, Florida. You know, when DeSantis got elected, it had thirty thousand more Democrats than Republicans as registered voters. Mm. Now we have like five hundred and sixty-two thousand, you know, more Republicans, right? And, you know, the media, all this propaganda, they want you to believe that everybody is on this vote train, right? That Biden got 81 million votes, that, that we're all outnumbered. Us that, you know, believe, you know, in honor, in the rule of law, in protecting children, that we're outnumbered, but it's not true, okay? And, you know, a lot of these weak-minded people have been brainwashed, but, you know, I would guess it's under, you know, 5 or 10% of the country. But the problem is a large number of those people, they're, they're in positions in the media, they're in positions in politics, where they could do so much damage, um, fulfilling, you know, the, the corruption and, you know, the bribery of, of, yeah. of fulfilling this West message and the CCP message.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's look it to the to the average person, the average American, it sounds like a big problem. And it is a big problem. It sounds insurmountable. I wonder from your perspective, how you think the average person working a nine to five job kind of you know insulates themselves from some of this bullshit or helps to fix the problem or whatever right well
1: here's the thing look at a map of america that's red and blue by county
0: mm.
1: it's like 90 percent red mm. okay if you look at like where the average american lives like you know they're in you know an average suburb or small town they're overwhelmingly red, okay? Like the blue areas it's concentrated, it's like LA, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, you know, Philadelphia, you know, Atlanta, right? If you're outside, you know, one of those highly concentrated, you know, elitist, like liberal hubs, you're pretty much surrounded. I mean, even Miami, like we used to be purple, you go on the water and you're seeing tons of Trump flags, mm-hmm. the Santa's flag, MAGA flags. okay, like, um, the, the overwhelming spirit of this country you know still is christian they still are conservative they you know they still believe in these values it's just we get shouted out you know by the media you know and these leftist politicians and, and you know with these rigged elections don't indict me bro okay but there's prima facie you know evidence you know of voter fraud out there okay um you know they're they're, they're trying to make you think that everybody has turned to the dark side
0: yeah i mean in that that's uh you know in the problem usually you find the solution which is don't believe they're bullshit i think that's step one um you know it, it, the government and the media have done nothing to earn your trust in a long time maybe ever you know i mean I guess the last noble thing I remember from government was George Washington stepping down after eight years, even when he didn't have to, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's like a, There's plot- been a
1: couple Eisenhower, I think, you know, criticizing that, you know, beware of the military industrial yeah. comp- you know, complex in the 50s. I think he, he had it nailed, but he couldn't stop it. I think mm. Kennedy was honorable. That's why they killed him. You know, I think RFK is honorable, like both his dad and his uncle got blown away by the government. And he's still putting his life on the line without Secret Service protection, um, you know, to campaign and you know, red pill a good chunk of America. Mm-hmm. You know, there still is honor there, but you know, they try to discredit us and censor us, yeah, and arrest us and audit us and you know, all the other dirty tricks.
0: Well, that's how you know that you're right. Usually, is if mm-hmm. uh, the government comes after you because they are just <laughs> trying to protect institutional power and. The best way to protect institutional power is to make the institution good, right? But the second way to do it is to is through force, and that and that is that's when you know a country is beginning to fail. Um, before we get out of here, tell us, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and follow your story, and tell if you want to mention any of your companies, ty- uh, Typhoon Capital, or uh, or t- any any more information about LGB Coin, anything you want to share.
1: Yeah, so on all social media networks, I'm at James Ketublas, K-O-U, T-O-M, O-U, L-A-S, so, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Telegram, Discord, um, LGB coin had a, a hard fork. So, like, the active coin is now Let's Go on the Ethereum network. Um, you can read more about that and what we're doing to, um, you know, fight back against NASCAR and the SEC at uh, Let's Let'sGoBrandon.com. Um, and then yeah, Cthulhu's Law is where I do my investor advocacy work,
0: uh, as well. Cool. Well, you guys go check that stuff out. Check out, uh, LGB Coin. If you're into that, check out Cthulhu's Law. Uh, James Cthulhu's, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Yes, sir. And thank you all for listening. This has been Citizen.